Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Starkhead Speaks, Jordan Bob here, coming at you. Um, we have some, I mean, it's relatively breaking news for us on Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, when this comes out tomorrow morning, it'll be less breaking news, but still fresh. Um, super interesting. And again, kind of makes me wish that we had Jones here for uh, for a different spin on it. Um, and see if he even knows anything about it. But the Argentinian government, yeah, that's what I that's how I want to phrase it. Uh, Argentina just had an election. Um, and they they have a president, and the winner of their presidential election is this guy by the name of Javier Millet or Millai. It's M-I-L-E-I, however you want to pronounce that. I don't know. Millie, Millet. Oh, Millet. Millet. I don't know. I'm not Argentinian. Yeah, me neither. And I never um, took a fucking second of Spanish, so. <laughs> so you're probably like, well, why are we leading with this, right? Like, what's the big deal? Who gives a fuck about Argentina? I think this is super interesting and potentially a forecast for the future because for the first time ever um in a two-party system a third party candidate has won a presidential election so javier malay belongs to the libertarian party so the Libertarian Party is not a major party in Argentina. Um, I don't know what their two major ones are, but because there are some countries like, um, I think Germany is one of them. And then like Sweden, maybe the Scandinavians, they have like seven different parties, right? And like, they all vote at different things and different times and they have to come together to like form a government. I don't know. Their fucking charters or constitutions, whatever they have, is written weird. But there are some countries that have like six or seven different political parties. Um, but again, this is big because the Libertarian Party is traditionally a smaller third party party <laughs> candidacy or whatever. Um, and they just won. The guy just won the presidential election in Argentina, who is not one of the major political parties that they have down there. So I think this is interesting, right? I think that, like I said, this is a, a potential forecast or foreshadow for other countries around the world, because I don't think America is the only country, despite it being the oldest and the greatest. Um in the entire world. I don't think we're the only ones that have had uh, politically charged issues, right? So um, I've talked about them all, all the time, but the Roka News app, the Roka Wave, right, that's where I get a lot of my news from. Um, they actually just did a really long piece over the course of this entire month, really, on um the AFD party in Germany which uh, opponents are just calling them Nazis um but what it is is it's it's an alternative conservative party that seeks to put Germany first and 
Germany. Uh, we don't have to, this is like a tangent. We don't have to get down this rabbit hole, but um, Germany has a bad history of people that say they want to put Germany first, right? So it's it's a little taboo to say that, you know, you want you want a Germany first policy or Germany first, uh, you know, political candidates. Um, whereas in America, that's what we're yearning for right now. However, even in Germany, under those circumstances, the AFD is a party that's gaining a ton of steam because people are sick of the bullshit and they don't want to deal with open borders and immigration and COVID lockdowns. And I guess in a lot of different countries, I wasn't aware of this until relatively recently, a lot of countries, um, there's some sort of liberal party that's been in place throughout, um, you know, the last four five, six years through basically through COVID times. Um, a lot, obviously not every country, but there have been a lot of countries that had a, a liberal, um, you know, party running the government, which led to lockdowns, mandates, whatever, so have you. And the people are sick of it. And they're turning to options that are not that. And again, like you see the AFD in Germany, which again, th- and Roca, shout out to Roca. They do a really good job of like staying neutral. Um, are there some people that support the AFD in Germany that are not Nazis? Yes, absolutely. There are people that like fly they because it's I think it's illegal to fly the Nazi flag in Germany, but there's like a loophole where like it's a different kind of flag now that means the same thing. And they're like, yes, there are people flying this other flag at these AFD rallies. There are for sure people in that support this party that are Nazis. However, the party itself isn't a, the, the reincarnate of the Nazi party, right? So there's a lot of back and forth there. But now we have literal like, like rubber hits the road, right, in Argentina, because now we have the libertarians have won the presidency, right? This And it's not even like, again, I don't know how their government goes, but it like, it's not like a, a a seat in Congress, right? It's not like Bernie Sanders won uh, the as a senator in Vermont as an independent, right? Like it's this is the president of the country of Argentina won his election as a a non major party candidate. So my only thing, <clears throat> as much as I would love for third fourth fifth parties to actually have like a remote chance just even still you just listen to people and it's like there's no way like there's no way that anyone here is going to go against their side they're just too like politically polarized because like um, even like even now like like so there are a few people. I think it's the fringes. The fringe. You're not going to change the fringes, but I think the majority of the people. I would say, you know, if you want to break it up percentage wise, I would say twenty percent of all people could be considered fringe, right? Ten percent on the right, ten percent on the left, and then I think eighty percent of the country falls somewhere, you know, middle to center left, center right. Right, like in that region. Yeah, but no matter where they fall, 
they're still going to go with their side, right? I don't think so. I think we're starting to see that here now. Do you ever with... see Massachusetts not going Democrat? Okay, well. In New York, in California. Massachusetts doesn't matter, right? It's a Yeah, you're small, right. It doesn't have, a, it doesn't have enough state. votes. It, so it, California. Yeah. Do you ever see California not going blue? They could. I mean, there was a mass exodus of people that would vote not blue over the last few years. So I think it's right now it's probably been more concentrated to blue um, because the people that don't like those policies, like I said, have left. They've gone to Florida and Tennessee and Texas and and in places like that or Idaho um, in the case of Washington. Right. Or, or is it Oregon? Like people part in Oregon, of Oregon wanted yeah, to they don't even Idaho. want to be part of the state anymore. They just want to join Idaho. <laughs> Idaho didn't want yeah. them. I don't and think Idaho was like, nah, we're good to keep your fucking foo-foo bullshit over there. Um, but I think you're starting to see that now with people like RFK Jr. And Man, like, it's an awfully optimistic take. I'm not saying I just, that I in just the don't 2024 see... election, no, it's no, going to no, be no, so no different. But what I'm saying is, could 2028 bring something different? Potentially. I just don't see it with the way. I think. In this country in particular, it needs to start smaller, right? Like it people in Congress need to start getting elected before they elect a libertarian president. And do we have any independent yeah. uh, in we Congress have, or uh, in the Senate? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, do. Have, we have quite a bit. I think there's three independent senators. And I think in the House, there are maybe like 10. And then I think there's like one Green Party. Okay. Something, there's like some goofy fucking probably Vermont. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, like, that's what I would want. I hate this shit. Like, you know, my team, your team. And then it's like, if you lean... Like, depending on who else comes out, it's always like, even if you don't like your side, you just automatically attack the other side. Right. And then you become so strong and like staunch, I guess, in your stance against that other party that you're like kind of defaulted. And like, people aren't getting any smarter. So I don't like trust them to start thinking more critically. Well, already you're starting to see the panic from the me the major media conglomerates because I'm going to read you a few headlines from some of these companies already. Uh it just the the the, the presidential election like again it's 7:12 p.m. our time. I think it just got called like within the last hour real time. So we're like an hour out of the official like he won. Uh the Guardian, which is a uh British Pub publication um leans left argentina or uh, argentina argentina presidential election far right libertarian javier millet wins after rival concedes uh this is from the washington post which you don't need me to tell you how the washington post leans uh trump like libertarian Javier Malay wins Argentinian presidency. Trump-like, huh? Yeah. From Reuters, 
Argentini, Argent. Wow, that's a really hard word for me to say today. Doesn't Argentina, to Argentina's Javier Malay, the radical who could blow up political status quo. I mean, if that's the case, I'm fucking all for it. So this is the thing too: is it's like, I actually hope that you're correct. Like, I hope that. And so this is the thing too: I don't trust that. What happens in Argentina affects what happens here. So I don't like, I get it. It's, you know, we're seeing it in another country, which gives you the thought that it might happen here too. But I don't know anything about Argentina. There's 15 million fucking people that live in its capital. Like, I don't know what else happens there. Like, yeah. yeah. And when they won the World Cup, there was like a hundred million people in fucking Buenos Aires. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if there's another city in Argentina. I know they speak Spanish. Couldn't tell you anything else. Patagonia Here. is there, the Patagonia mountain range. Wow, that sounds nice. Yeah. So, I think it's beautiful this time of year. Like literally, because I think they're going into summer. <laughs> so, like. Whatever happens in Argentina, fine. Like, it's not going to be a direct, and that's my key word, is direct, trickle down to here. What's going to happen here is going to ha- be with what happens with the candidates here. Right. And that's the biggest thing is if you're sick of Biden and sick of Trump, you need to go for the fucking third guy. This time it's RFK Jr. Right. And until that shit starts happening, who's polling higher than Ross Perot ever did. And until that stuff happens, nothing's going to change here. And I think that's still part of the problem. Like, I just don't trust because I, I trust me, man. I really, really wish that there were like five candidates that all you could point to and be like, okay, you know, I like that guy because that guy does whatever. Right. And all five people had a legitimate chance. That would be sick. I would actually fucking vote if that was the case. Right. If it was like Vivek, Tulsi, RFK, and like, I don't know, fucking throw Bernie out there. If you well, want, no, you gotta, right? you, I was like, to say, so you gotta, you gotta trot out. So this is the thing though. If it's going to be five people all with a legitimate chance, you have to trot out some fucking weirdos. So like, um, is AOC 35? No. Okay. She will be in 2028. Give me some, like, so someone else, like, on the left. Because I think Trump's as far right as it gets, right? Right now? Uh, no. Trump is actually relatively moderate. Okay. In his, in his so policy. I need a far right, a middle right. A far right would be Pence. Cool. Like, so Pence it's is a fucking evangelical Christian. Oh God! <laughs> like it doesn't get much further right than yeah. That. So give me the Grand Wizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, from Indiana. He's an evangelical Christian from Indiana. Oh, like that's oh. literally like it. That's that's one step yeah, away okay. from fucking bad news. That's what babes. I mean. Is like so. If we're if, I, if in my example where it's five that I'll have a legitimate chance, it's got to be far right, far left, middle left, middle right, middle. Like right, right, and let them duke it out. Yeah. Yeah, Bernie's your far left guy, right? Or AOC. Biden's probably your middle left. Yep. Because Trump would be your middle right. And then RFK might be the middle guy. He might be your center. Yeah. 
and just let them go. Like that's like, and you, again, you just let it work itself out from there. Right. I wish that was the case, but nope. It's always going to come down to two. It's always going to come because that's the thing. Even with RFK Jr., like he's just not going to get enough traction. As much as I would like him to. And maybe he runs this one, doesn't get enough traction. Maybe it gives him enough traction for the next one. Yeah. He's relatively, well, no, I think he's almost 70. But he looks fucking incredible. Did you see, have you seen the picture with him with his shirt off? He's fucking no, yoked. I haven't, but I remember. I mean, he's, he's not quite like Sly or Schwarzenegger yoked at 70. But like, you look at him and you're dose. like, holy shit, dude. Like that guy is 70. Like he looks like he's probably like, you know. 60 like 58 to 60 like he's fucking jacked so like if i'm going to elect a 70 year old president like i want him to look like rfk right like that's that's my stipulation like if you want me to vote for some old fuck you can't look like a fucking bag of milk right like that's that's not gonna fly like you gotta fucking you gotta be yoked out and I don't care if you're on steroids. I actually prefer if you are on steroids. Well, I'd be I'd be a little annoyed if you were on steroids because if you were that influential, you could definitely get correctly dosed. Well, I mean, dosed. like T- TRT. Like, yeah, I was gonna say you could get to correctly dosed HGH or testosterone. So, right, right. Um, which if I, it's the same thing. TRT steroids, the same thing. TRT is just testosterone. Steroids could either be testosterone. Or, Whether, or it could be Trenbolone and fucking Deca and Winstrol. Yeah, whatever. Um, but TRT implies that it's either, you know, it's most likely um, testosterone cypionate. But whatever. Um, yeah. So the other thing, too, was my point of reading those headlines, right? Obviously, they're all from left leaning um, political organizations. But like the headlines, right? Far right, Trump-like, radical, like right-wing, far right. Like the guy's a libertarian. The libertarian is not far right. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's uh what's it's a it's an oxymoron or it's a it's a paradox, right? Like it's it's like jumbo shrimp, like a far right libertarian, like doesn't make sense. Because a libertarian doesn't want large government. They want like reduced size government where someone who is far right is an absolutist that wants total government control a la fascism, right? Like effectively the political spectrum, like extreme, like to the edge of far left is communism and extreme to the edge of far right is fascism. I would say libertarianism like probably falls in the middle. Like maybe you could make some arguments. Maybe it's like center right ish. Let's say trying to draw up um... to call libertarianism a far right party is literal. It's a literal lie. Going back to uh, senior year of high school, libertarian party or libertarian train of thought. You can correct me if I'm wrong. They effectively just want everything to come down to the smallest level possible, right? Correct. They want everything to 
almost be privatized. They're they're extreme capitalists, right? And the free market system, where for the you know, um, I think if you go back to Gary Johnson in 2016, um, one of the things you know people hung up on were he wanted to abolish the Department of Education, right? And that's where people stopped. They go, all he wants to do is just get rid of the part, no more public school. And it's like, well, wait a second, because you have to ask him, what is his plan to replace that with? And what he wanted to replace it with was a system funded by private money. So we actually talked about this before, about this was like way, way back in one of our episodes when we rat, when we fucking ripped on education, when we were talking about like if Amazon stepped in and created an Amazon school, right? Like you, it's a Amazon decides the curriculum, but they pay for everything in the school. So you might get like a sick fucking school with awesome technology and like cool courses that you might not be able to take if you went to like a TJ Maxx sponsored school, right? Where TJ TJX is more fashion-based and art design and things like that. Like that's the libertarian mindset. Over It's oversimplified, but like that's the thought process of the federal government should not be as big as it is. And we should leave it to private businesses and states to figure shit out on their own in some combination one way or the other. Yeah. And I think I also remember on, cause I think that the example they used was like, this is going back to 2008. It would be like, I think if you had a libertarian mindset, like, uh, like abortion would be choice. Right. Like weed would be legal. Right. Um, there would still be taxes, but I You'd forget what it federal was. Taxes. It, yeah. Right. Or it was like a flat rate for everybody. I forget. I forget what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you weren't going to like not have taxes or you're right. going to pay more, more to the state, less to federal. I forget. Yeah. This is going back fucking 15 years now. Um, I don't know what else gets people charged up. I don't know, but you would have a lot, like you would have a lot of individual freedoms and like a libertarian. That's yeah. That's what their whole party stands for. Vermin Supreme. (laughs) Was he a libertarian? Yeah. Yeah. Pony. You get to wear boots on your head. Yeah. Everyone gets a pony. Uh, Although brushing your teeth was mandated (laughs) under his, under his rule. So we can remove uh, fluoride from the water. That's a big thing on uh, Rogan has been making that like it's just been coming up in different discussions and some of his podcasts, which is actually a really good point is that so fluoride, there's legitimate scientific evidence and studies that show in towns throughout the country that have higher concentrations of fluoride in their water, in their drinking water, their IQ on average is lower. So there's a direct correlation. Again, yeah, okay, you, causation doesn't equal correlation, whatever. I get it, right? But there's a direct correlation between how much fluoride is in the drinking water or an inverse correlation, I should say, of how much fluoride there is and what their IQ is, right? So more fluoride, the lower the average IQ. 
the less fluoride, the higher the average IQ. So again, you're you're kind of grasping at straws with that one because there's there's more than you know there's multiple factors there, but enough people have have you know cited it and done the studies to where it's like a legitimate claim. Like you can say that with a fact, like that's true. So like it's come up again on Rogue with a couple guests, and they're like, yeah, all you have to do is just fucking brush your teeth. Like it's like someone decided once upon a time like. Well, not enough people are brushing their teeth. So what can we do? Well, I don't know. Why don't we just put fluoride in the water? Well, what about all the people that do brush their teeth? Well, fuck it. This will this will cover the people that don't brush their teeth. So we'll just put put fluoride in the water, and then we don't have to worry about if people don't brush their teeth. That's like that's the dumbest fucking logic ever. Because I brush my teeth, right? Like, I mean, I also don't drink tap water, but like. That's the it's so dumb, right? Like, why would you put something in the water where one of his guests got into the conspiracy of it that it actually came from the agricultural industry? Because when you do when you complete the process of like fertilizing the ground and doing whatever you're doing, what comes out of it is like it's like hydrofluoride or something like that. So they had like a bunch of extra fluoride something or whatever they're like what do we do with it they're like well, i don't know let's just fucking sell it to municipal departments and tell them to put it in their drinking water because it'll help people's teeth like that's the kind of like not so conspiracy conspiracy theory behind why how fluoride even got into tap water in the first place this is an absolute insane I don't even I don't even know what to call because I don't want to call it like a logical train. This is this is nuts. This is like <laughs> the fact that people get like hung up on this and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of fucking crazy, right? It's kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. So don't drink fluoride the tap water. water. Yeah, we got we got bigger problems than fluoride in the water. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Right, we we got fucking two losers that are trying to run the 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 whole country. We need a third guy. I vote third guy. <laughs> I don't even know how we fucking got down that road. I don't know. Do we ever know? No, we don't. Um, well, to shift gears a bit here, um. I don't know which one I want to start with. Let me start. Let me start with the 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 participation thing, and then we'll transition into the other part of it. So, um, I forget whether it was John Sherman or uh, Luce Stagner that posted this on Twitter the other day, but they posted a chart that is that shows the percentage in of children in this country who participated on a regular basis in 2022 from ages 6 to 12 in different sports again throughout the country so they've been tracking this for 4 years so they took a tally of who played what sport in 2019 2020 21 and 2022 so couple things here that stand out to me is there was a 
20% drop over four years in kids that play baseball, right? So of all of all the kids that played sports, 14.4% uh, played baseball in 2019, and that was 1105 in 2022. So I'm only going to talk about like the big changes here um, for a total of like 3.3 million kids in the country. Um, cheerleading took a huge hit. Um, percentage wise, it, it doesn't sound bad. It went from 2.9% to 2.2%, but that's a 23% drop. Uh, and there's like 630,000 kids that are in cheerleading, um, tackle football. This is one that we just talked about, you know, in one of, in an early episode, I think we were still in Jamie's room when we were, when we did that one. Um, but so tackle football went from 2.9% to 2.6% for a 13.2% drop. Uh, there's like 725,000 kids in the country that play tackle football. Um, gymnastics went down almost 16%. Ice hockey went down 17 and a half percent. Uh, lacrosse, my, my sport that I said was going to overtake everybody, uh, dropped 26.2% from 1% <laughs> in 2019 to 0.7% in 2022. So you got less kids playing lacrosse. Uh, softball dropped 16%. Swimming dropped almost 30%. Uh, track and field dropped 10%. Volleyball dropped 15%. Wrestling dropped 23%. So anyone that's out there that's watching or listening or, or you are like, well, those are a lot of negatives. Where are all the positives? There aren't a lot of positives. However, there's a couple in particular that stand out. Tennis increased 51.2% from 4.3% of kids to 6.5% of kids. 2.1 million kids played tennis in 2022. Uh, and golf was number two. That increased almost 33% from a total of 4.6 to 6.1%. There's 1.7 million kids played golf in 2022. So all of these sports are losing, right? Baseball, cheerleading, football, gymnastics, hockey, lacrosse, softball, swimming, track and field, volleyball, and wrestling all lost. There was some other one like basketball stayed the same. Flag football stayed the same. Soccer, where's soccer? Soccer only, soccer? soccer only increased 4%. So okay. effectively, to me, that stayed the stayed same. the same. Um, so anything that's like negligible, it's stayed the same, right? Um, but golf and tennis, golf increased thirty three percent, and tennis fifty one percent. It's interesting because they're the two, not only individual <laughs> sports, but they're also Philosophy. the country club. Well, I would yeah. say they're the country club sports, right? Right. And I know like a lot more people were playing golf anyway. And ten and they're both generally outdoor sports. I wonder if that has a little bit more so to do with the time frame that they chose. Well, no, because it started in 2019. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's still, it's still, I wonder if it's more so a, uh, a function of, because two things immediately came to my mind. One is the sample years include the COVID influence. Right. So tennis, golf, they are outdoor individual sports. So obviously there was more availability of that stuff starting in 2020. So therefore you can keep people kind of doing it like a lot of um, in 2020, a lot of the opportunity for all the other sports that you mentioned, some of that opportunity was diminished. And then if you take like, especially like swimming, that was a shit show, dude. Like, oh yeah. Like even because like soccer probably again, soccer is like not going to really take much of a hit. But like swimming, like dude, pools were fucking closed and teams were fucking like they weren't yeah. gonna put fucking twelve fucking kids in a pool. <laughs> um or I don't know how many lanes there are, whatever. Um so I think there's a little bit of a function of that. I also think there could be a little bit of like the AAU bubble bursting a little bit. Like when you said like baseball stuck out to me. Yeah. Where it's like there's so many organizations and so many teams and so many clubs and so much of this and that and the other thing. And it's like, at some point, enough has to be fucking enough. So the other thing about this too is that the ages of these kids are from six to 12. So this is effectively like your first sport, right? Like when you're six years old, like that's kind of when you start playing sports. Yeah, team sports. Yeah. So there's less, there's 20% less kids playing baseball as their first sport, which like baseball is like everyone, it's like soccer, right? Like every, every six-year-old plays baseball and soccer, right? Just because they're the easiest fucking sports to play. Like baseball, you stand around most of the time anyway. You're not really active doing much. You you know, you're swinging a, ball, a bat at a ball, maybe you hit it and you got to run to the base, right? Like, well, also, at like age six, it's T-ball. Well, yeah. But yeah. by 12, it's... Right. By 12, it's it's, it's real baseball. And like soccer is like fucking squirrels chasing an acorn, right? With six-year-olds. But like, so again, st- soccer stayed the same. Baseball dropped 20%. Football makes sense, yeah. right? So, That's, the only one that makes sense to me is football. Because... Uh, and I, I guess wrestling too, because you know, with the with yeah, the concussion stuff, popular. with the concussion stuff and the injuries in particular, right? Like the incident of of injury in football is high. It's it's very high. It's up there probably with hockey and wrestling as the most likely to get injured in a sport. Right? They're contact sports. Head, head injury, but right. yes, yeah. Well, I mean, tackle football, like there's knees and soccer is number one for injury rate right? because of knees, ankles, feet. But is that because more people play soccer? Like it's easier, like the barrier of entry. I want to say it was, I want to say it was a ratio. I want to say it was a per whatever participants. I don't, I don't have the, you know, the old study that everyone used to go to about like weightlifting being safe. Yeah. It's that one. Okay. Soccer was number one. So I don't remember if that was like a... Isn't that from like 1989? No, it's newer than that, but... 
I think it was. I don't know. But well, if it was in a textbook, it's got to be at least 10 years old. Ugh. I don't think it ever was. Um, no, I wanted to say it was newer than that. But yeah, it was like, I think that I think that's why I think it was a rate, like an injury rate, not a gross number of injuries. But soccer is far and away number one. And it's just because there's so many ankles, knees, shins, fall, wrist, shoulder, like. Yeah. All that stuff. I guess the definition of injury and severity, right, also come into play. Right. Right. Because you got to, it's, it's, because especially like a study like that, it's reported injuries. Right. Like, you can, oh, I rolled my ankle, write it down. Like, yeah. Like, yes, obviously you can blow out your knee in a non contact injury in soccer, but the, you are, I would say significantly more likely to have a knee injury in football than you are in soccer. Because in soccer, it's a it's a non-contact or it's a slide tackle, but like that I think that's outlawed in in youth sports anyway now. But like football, you could just be going to make a regular tackle and you fucking blow someone's knee out. Right. So like I I think the 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 probability, right, of a severe injury is a lot higher in football, in hockey, in wrestling than it is in, you know, basketball or soccer. Basketball is high too, though. Or baseball. Or, well, so this is the thing we have to define, like, if we define what's a severe injury, because basketball is another one where they're always hurt because of ankles, feet, knees, like... Because they're always landing on people's ankles, rolling ankles, sprains. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, if we're talking ACL tears, I don't know what the highest is. Now, it might, and this is this is the problem with like, because I know, and because if you th- so if we talk about, uh, if we talk about football, you're you're covering all the all the issues, right? You can have something as simple as an ankle sprain. You can have something as like fucking death like it's so unlikely now but like you cover everything like right you have damar hamlin you have people who've been paralyzed you've got a broken finger because it got caught in a jersey like covers everything yep um truth be told i don't know about wrestling rate i'm sorry wrestling injury rates i have no clue i know guys do blow their knees out a lot of broken necks yeah um i don't know slammed that's why I said I don't know about the rates because I don't know how I don't know how much that happens, and I'm not saying it does or doesn't. I just genuinely don't know. Right. And then hockey actually skirts a little bit of the injury rate because you can't really like roll an ankle. Uh, it's hard to blow a knee out. Yeah, you get more shoulders, um, but it's going to be up there with concussions, obviously. Yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, you're going to get some participation drop in all of those sports because the injury rates higher. People don't want their kids playing from ages six to 12. It's even one of those things like a lot of people, they don't want their kids playing football at all. And then by high school, it's like, okay, well, you can go play freshman, whatever. Right. Um, Hockey, unfortunately, if you don't play by age six to 12, you ain't picking it up not happening. yeah <laughs> but hockey's not even that popular anyway so 
or it's not pop as popular as the other sports. Right. Because you got to think the majority of the country doesn't play hockey. Right. Yeah. Uh, 1% of kids yeah. played sports in 20. Uh, I'm sorry, played hockey in 2022. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think you're getting I think you're getting it on a couple. uh on a couple levels and then like especially with the aau club thing like dude like remember when we played baseball in like little league like maybe you had a bat maybe you didn't there was always a bag of helmets there was a bag of catcher stuff like genuinely you only needed a glove right then if you wanted batting gloves and a second glove and all this crap then you got it and if you wanted your own bat, you could get your own bat. Fine. Dude, these kids now, they all have their own helmet. They all have one or two bats. The bats are like 200, 250 plus. And again, I don't know what the helmet is. And like they have like these big backpacks full of stuff. It's yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? So it's like back in the day where it's like, okay, you get a glove. You get some cleats and you show up. Period. Done. Now it's like baseball is an investment too. So it's like you can't keep playing all of these sports if there's going to continue to be a financial burden to them. Right. Yeah, I mean, football sounds like baseball and hockey are probably – I mean – Obviously, yes, golf is probably the most expensive, but football, baseball, and hockey are pretty fucking expensive, right? Like, yeah, lacrosse. Uh, yeah, in a way, but I think lacrosse is less expensive than hockey. Well, it should. So, lacrosse should be more expensive than baseball, less expensive than hockey. Yeah. Because lacrosse, you need a stick, helmet, gloves, pads, cleats. Like, there's just more stuff you need. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, too, though. I didn't even think of it like that, the financial investment of these sports. Yeah, and it's like, again, if if – and then never mind, like, your club costs a certain amount. So, it's like, at some point, like, you can't just keep doing everything. Right. And then, too, like, a lot of that – just use baseball in particular, right? Just to pull that as a as an example – if if my kid wants to play baseball, right, and we get to the point where, all right, now it's like a legit financial investment because you have to buy your own helmet, you have to buy your own bat, you got to buy your own cleats, uh, you know, your gloves, your your uh, actual fielding glove, your batting gloves, right? Like you got to buy all this shit. I'm going to look at my kid and be like, do you actually want to play? Because if I'm going to spend all this money for you to play, and you're going to fucking stand in right field and pick daisies. I'm not going to pay all this money for you to do that. We can go and, find a different sport. And it's like with, especially with the spring season, like there was two years where I played lacrosse and baseball. Yeah. Now I dropped lacrosse because I didn't like it. And Medford lacrosse was fucking shit. It was the first two years we had it. So it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like stuff was like moderately cheap back then. 
like now to pull that off, it's like it's a lot of wasted money, right? To only play like a season or two of one of those sports. Yeah, and then don't you have to pay? Do you have to you have to pay to join the leagues anyway, right? I mean, you pay. Yeah, you like even if it's a town league, you have to pay something, right? And even in high school, there's user fees. High school like, has remember, user fees. Yeah, you had to pay per season, per sport. Yep. Ours were cheap. Yeah, ours were like 125 bucks or something. I think, yeah, I thought they were like a buck fifty, but like depending on sport now, like some of them are like five hundred. Jesus. For what? <laughs> well, this is the thing. It depends on what you get. It depends on your school and it depends on what you get, right? Right. So like if you pay the user fee, like do you get new uniforms every year? Maybe, maybe not. Do you – do they give you equipment? Like if it is the baseball team, does everyone get a helmet or do you have to provide that yourself? Like we used to buy all our own shit. Yeah. Except jerseys. Like that was the only thing that was provided for us. So – you know, our we had the example where enough again, nothing was provided for us, but uh it depends on where you play, where you practice, like if you need to rent, like all that's all that stuff comes into play. Like it's not so easy as just like just having like Playstead Park. Yeah. Okay. So I just I just looked up North Attleboro user fees on their yep. athletics. Um the new fees for this year, this is funny, are uh, athletics are $150 per sport, except for hockey. Hockey is $650. Yep. Paying for ice time. Yeah, you got to pay for ice time. And for varsity might... and 400 for JV. And girls is $1,500 to play girls ice hockey in North Attleboro. Even more ice time. Everything else is 150 Yep. Per sport. Well, they have it at in Medford. We nothing was different. Every sport was the same. Yeah. So it's just like, kind of funny. Like it makes me wonder, like well, you think about if it. They're so, saying like so when we were in high school 15 years ago, right? Our user fees were like 125, 150 bucks. So 15 years later, for North Attleboro to be at 150, like were they like 25 bucks 15 years ago? Or you know what I mean? Because it says like on this like letter from the athletic director is like the new, the new fees for this year as as like kind of making it seem like they changed. So I also find it funny because if we think to Medford, pretty sure everyone was a buck 50 because, or a buck 25, buck 50 doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, But I play golf and hockey. Those would be your expensive sports and they were a buck 25, buck 50. I'm trying to think like how much just to make it even all the way through, but like how much I was making out on that deal versus soccer who has very little expenses and practiced at the school. Yeah. Yeah, If you did like a cost analysis or an ROI, right. On your 125 bucks. Yeah. Like I had to, like I had to have made out like a fucking bandit. Yeah. Because soccer also, they played their games at the high school, right? Yeah. So, I mean, on paperwork, they're probably like paying a, a rental fee to the school, but like 
again, that's just like a fucking line item of paying itself. Right. Right. Like, or, or the, the athletics department collects the money and the athletic department pays the, the field, which is still in just the same thing. It's just spending money or again, just spending money around. Right. Yeah. It's funny. Cause if hockey's more expensive, you're factoring in ice time. We didn't pay extra. Yeah. And we still needed ice time back then. But they didn't give us any equipment. Had to get it all yourself. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. At least for football, they gave us pads. Like you could get your own. Like you you were able to buy your own. Um, But they gave everyone pads. I don't think anybody, aside from maybe like a couple weirdos and like maybe a couple kids that played quarterback actually bought their own shoulder pads. Yeah, I think a couple kids like still will get their own helmets if they have like a weird shaped head. Yeah. Now, like current day. Yeah, I you well yeah, I'm I'm talking, you know, 15 yeah. years ago. I mean, today I'm sure they kids, probably do buy their own shit. Kids buy their probably want to buy their own shit, right? Cuz they're like they want the best of the best and all that bullshit. But like Yeah. You know, well, they'll probably need it for their other things that they do. Right. Right. And like when we were in high school, again, 15 years ago, we, the only thing I bought for lacrosse was my stick and my gloves and pads, right? We actually had gloves available. They were like hockey gloves, basically, but we had gloves available. Yeah. We had stuff available for kids that, you know, couldn't afford it. Right. Cause you know, Medford was middle-class, I would say. Um, I think today it's probably upper middle class. Um, but you know, again, 15, 20 years ago, the economics were a little different and we had stuff that you could use. Right. But I didn't buy my own helmet. I used the school issued helmet. Um, I think I bought my own shoulder pads maybe and gloves and obviously stick. Right. But like, other than that, we use yeah so i mean it's it's weird it's interesting i'm sure like you said it, it's probably all different today everyone wants to buy their own shit regardless yeah and it's like it's one of those things like at some point all that shit adds up so it's right. like whereas baseball used to be you got a glove it'll last probably forever yeah <laughs> like I mean, my grandfather had a glove that he had in like the 40s. Literally, that's what I mean. It's like, (laughs) if you think about like need, you only need one appropriately sized glove, period, done after that. Right. Then it's like, yeah, okay, specialty shit, fine. But like, if you wanted to play Little League, you could show up in cleats and a glove. Period. Done. No, uh, nothing else. You do not need another thing. And now you got kids fucking traveling and yeah, playing here, playing there, trips to Alabama, driving an hour just to go to practice. Like, (laughs) yeah. So again, one of those things I thought was interesting, right? That this is again kids' first sports between six and twelve. And golf and tennis are through the fucking roof. 
It's funny. I did, I did just go on like a big financial thing, like as if like golf and fucking tennis aren't super fucking expensive. <laughs> as a matter of fact, of all of these sports, right? Um, so basketball has the most with like, we'll, we'll round, it's like 3.97. We'll round it up to four, right? We'll say 4 million kids play basketball. 3.3 million kids play baseball, despite the 20% drop. 2.3 million play soccer. 2.1 million play tennis. And then it's 1.7 million play golf. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Golf is fifth. It's the fifth most played sport by kids ages 6 to 12 in the country. That's kind of wild. It's cool, yeah. right? I think it's really. I think that's really cool. I, I like golf, right? I'm I'm biased. I know you and I both enjoy golf, right? But so there is a bias there. But I think that's, I think that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, if you think about it, with with golf, it's an outdoor sport. It's. I want. No, because that's not how it works. I was gonna say it's a it's a place where it's like it can't necessarily be overcoached, but it absolutely can. There was like some Twitter thread I saw the other day about a nine year old that needs like mental toughness training. <laughs> um, so that's completely like incorrect. But it's a it's a sport where if like you learn it when you're young, like you can quite literally play it whenever, like for your entire life, right. You can almost play at any level of college, like in other parts of the country, not in Massachusetts, but like you can play like community college golf. Right. And if you're fucking good, like you're fucking good. Like that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you're really, really good, but you play for fucking Garden City Community College, well, come USAM time if you're fucking if you are fucking good right doesn't matter what school you went to right sure you can't win a D1 national championship yeah but you can make it to match play in the USAM right you can make a Walker Cup team like that shit doesn't matter right so yeah I mean yeah, it's like you don't have to go to Arizona State, right? Or or Cal or No, like you can Alabama go to fucking or, like you could was, was like, another with big one. Texas, Oklahoma. Does Oklahoma uh, yeah, have S a good at, golf team? Good enough. I would say SEC Big Twelve. Yeah. Pac twelve. Yeah. Anywhere the schools are in nice weather, like Yeah. Like that's the thing is like so Pepperdine, what is that? California? Yeah. Yeah, they've been nasty like the last few years. Shout so out to like, Sahith Tagala. But like I like and this is the thing. So I don't I don't know. But like, so obviously there's University of San Diego, there's San Diego State. I'm willing to bet that there's like San Diego community or fucking like San Diego school of fucking whatever. 
and they probably have a golf team where you get to play golf in fucking San Diego for four years. You get to get it. You like, I assume to get a decent degree. You don't pay out the ass and like, that's sick. Like who the fuck else can say they did that? Yeah. Like Pepperdine is probably like $80,000 a year. Yeah, that's there. Yeah. So like Pepperdine, but the reason I brought up Pepperdine is because like effectively they're only good at golf and baseball. Right. Yeah. Like they're not, (laughs) they're not in Alabama or a fucking Texas. Right. Right. I don't know. So, yeah, it'll be obviously kind of interesting to see how that goes over time. I mean, I would really like it if my kid played golf um, as he gets older. Obviously, you know, I I, I do have some control over it, but I'm not going to like force my kid to play a sport that he doesn't want to play. You know, if he doesn't want to play golf, I mean, that kind of sucks, but we'll play whatever else he wants to play. Um, <clears throat> so just don't let him play ultimate frisbee. It's a fucking loser sport. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on that vein, right. And speaking of golf, um, we've got pretty substantial news. Tiger Woods is back. He announced that he is going to play in the Hero World Challenge, which isn't that in like two weeks? Doesn't it start like November 30th to December 3rd or probably, something like that? It's probably the week out. Yeah, it's not going to be this weekend because it's Thanksgiving. So the week yeah. after. Yeah. So uh, it, could be mid, it could be mid-December because they play in the Bahamas. So No, Bahamas, Bermuda. Where's New Albany? I don't know. <laughs> next to old albany no because old albany's in new york <laughs> uh, i'm looking it up now the hero world challenge yeah albany bahamas from november 27th okay, to december bahamas. 3rd yeah so it is it's it's the week after thanksgiving and tiger's playing he's going to make his first start since the masters when he had to withdraw so obviously he's not going to win, right? But um, I'm mostly curious to see what the ratings are. So for people that don't know, this is like the goofy season for golf. Um, that no one, obviously no one watches golf in November because there's football, basketball, you know, baseball's over, but football and basketball are big ones. I guess some, you know, people might want to watch hockey over it, but not that many. Like golf is not a a big time sport in general, right? Despite it being fifth most popular in in the the Utes, um, it's not a popular sport for people to watch in November, right? In December, that is by and far football, right? Whether it's yeah, NFL I, or college. I tried to watch a little bit of it at sea island um it like wasn't on either so that's the other part like i was trying to find it on friday i think and i couldn't find it yeah so i'm curious to see what the ratings are because like i don't know what uh what if like this week right so let's say this week the the rsm classic pulled a 0.6 right like I don't even know, but let's just say it pulled a point six. 
if the hero world challenge pulls like a three, I think well, that's kind of fucking nuts. Well, so it's also a hard comparison though, because there's only 18 guys in the hero world challenge. It's by invitation. So it's all 18 pe- like good players that people like. Right. When was the last time we had those 18 guys playing tour championship? Probably. Yeah. So that's like, it's like kind of not a fair comparison. Like we're not because because that's the thing is like as much as like Ludwig is fucking nasty, no one was tuning in to watch that today. Yeah. And like they played, they played in Japan. They played in the Bahamas. Nope, they played in Bermuda. They played yeah, the, in... the Butterfield Bermuda. Uh, did they just play in Saudi Arabia? Oh no, that was the DP. no, that was that was live or whatever. Oh yeah, no, they played in Dubai. Dubai, yeah, because Max Homa won. Yeah, so they they played back to back. I think they played in Cabo and then they played in Bermuda. So that's like weird times to be on. Lack of coverage. Before that, they played like the two Vegas events. They play in Napa, Jackson, Mississippi. Like, dude, they don't cover these events. Like, right? No one played in them. Right. So yeah, you might have to look back to like actually all you gotta do is look back to other other hero world champions because it's all it's always the same thing. See if the ratings are comparable to that. Yeah. I wonder out of curiosity if I could find that. And I don't know if he played last year. He might not have. But I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see the rankings kind of like again, they're not going to be anything crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the rankings come in pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's playing. That's enough to move the needle. He hasn't played since the Masters, so people are going to want to see what he's made of. So, I mean, Tiger is the host too. Um. I can't get the specific year in order for it to like, there's a Wikipedia page for the hero world challenge, but it's like in general, right? It's not like the 2022 hero world challenge. So I can't get like the TV specific ratings of it. Um, so I wonder if there's a way to just Google like golf event TV ratings. Oh, there's a Twitter account <laughs> called golf TV ratings. <laughs> oh, they haven't tweeted since June. Oh. Um, the last one they did was the Travelers. The final round of the Travelers did 2.44 million viewers, down 6%. I have the 2016 hero. <laughs> final round was 1.1. 1. 1. Okay. Which was up. So 20, 2016, 1.1. 1. 1. 2015 was a 0. 0.7. 2017, 0. 0.8. 2018, 0. 0.9. 2019, 0. 0.8. 2020, 0. 0.9. 2021, 0. 0.9. 2022, 0. 0.9. 2023,
2014 was a 0.8. So in 2021, when Tiger came back, the PNC Championship, where he played with Charlie, got 2.3 million viewers, which was an increase over the 2020 PNC, which was 1.5. So the Tiger Woods effect is real. Um, oh, so the, what is this? Tiger Woods. What did he play after the PNC? Because the way this article is written, it was like last weekend's PNC where Tiger teamed up with Charlie got a total or averaged uh, 2.3 million viewers up 53% over last year's 1.5. But then they said this week, the audience peaked at 3.2 million. So whatever event Tiger played after the PNC, the week after the PNC, um, got 3.2 million viewers in 2021. And that's when Tiger came back for, you know, the fucking sixth time. <laughs> now he's coming back for the seventh time. So yeah, the tiger effect is still real. Yeah, I think we'll see that it will be. I mean, he doubled the view, like just on the PNC championship in 2020, he got 1.5 and then he played in 2021, it got 3.2. And that's played in December. I think that's the one that's played in like mid-December. And it's a goofy event. It's yeah, a team it event. It's all like it's always like father son or whatever. It is father son. Yeah, because Justin Thomas plays with his dad. Tiger plays with his son. John Daly plays with his kid. They won it last year, I think. Yeah, the Coochers. Yeah. So, I it's way too early. But do you think he wins another tournament? I'm not asking about major. Do you think he wins another tournament? I have no idea what his fucking game's like. He had so this is a cop out. He has the ability to. Lucas Glover won fucking back to back events. <laughs> so he has the ability to. I don't know if his body can hold up. That's it. Like, and that's that's the part that we know. Like, I know, I know it's like you're asking me uh make a prediction. And I'm not doing it's like Felger right now. I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Because again, it's like he can win another event. I don't know if his body can hold up. Yeah. He's good enough at golf to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I think he does. I, I have a really hard time. I think he's done winning majors unless he can pull another one out at Augusta, right? Like so the, he could he, he could win a he could play Augusta blindfolded and shoot a fucking 72. Right. Yeah, like he could probably yeah, he could probably win an open championship too. Yeah. 
yeah, he could probably compete and or US US there. Open. I don't know. I don't know if he's got US Open anymore. Yeah. The right PGA course, because he hits his iron so good. Yeah. He could potentially still do it. Like the thing that's gonna get so the other thing too is like the 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 real problem, he's not gonna play like a real schedule. Well, yeah. Yeah. So never mind, he's not even like like he only f- he may only play like 10 events a year. I think that would be aggressive. I'm thinking he's playing the four majors and like three other events. Well, I'm including like the the PNC because he'll play that with Charlie oh. every year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm saying in total in a calendar year, he'll play 10 times. Yeah. So I think he's honestly, he might have to win a major. Because those are the ones where you don't have to go super low. And right. he can just outlast people. Right. Like he doesn't have to win 27 under. No. He can win at Augusta at 12 under. Right. And it's like he still hits the ball plenty far. But where he needs to be better than people is with his irons, which he is. So he could, like, at a major golf course, keep it in play, hit better irons than everybody else, and, like, that's how he'll win. And yeah, then yeah get putter, hot with the putter. And if the putter's hot. Right. Well, that's the thing is, like, I don't think he can beat some of these guys on Tory Pines at the Farmers. I don't know right. if he can do it. Right. Because they just fucking, like, John Rahm's just going to hit the ball, like, way fucking further than he is. Yeah, and he's not going to win at the Travelers at thirty under, right? Like, was yeah. it was it Tony Finau that just won this year at twenty nine under or something like that? I don't even know, because it's funny because I remember the Travelers played harder than the U.S. Open one year. It's <laughs> so like in my, in my head, it's not one of those courses that just gets absolutely abused. Yeah, but it but it certainly has. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think he probably plays the four majors. Um. I also don't know. Potentially, he, he I don't could know play he the Scottish Open. I don't know if he can get in. They can find. I think they'll find a way. I don't know if he can get in the designated events. Right. That's a good point. Now, like I said, they'll get him in. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, he's not technically eligible for them. Yeah. Yeah, whoever the 30th ranked player is. Oh, he's got a hangnail. <laughs> it's not. Or we're going to make a special exemption. No, that's what it'll be. It'll be a special yeah. exemption. And yeah, it's so like one of those 31. things like if the memorial comes out and goes, yeah, well, he's won here like five fucking times. So it's like we're putting him in. Uh, if you don't like it, then you can win here five times and we right. will do the same for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, same with the farmers. It's like, well, he's won this event eight times. So if uh, if if you don't like it and you want to get in the designated event, win here eight times. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a lifetime exemption <laughs> to get into these, all things. you have to do is win this event eight times. Yep. <laughs> he's done that like four times too. It's fucking sickening. Oh yeah, at different courses, won like five plus times. I think he's won. Eight times on at least three different golf courses. 
That's insane. It's fucking, it's <laughs> fucking nuts. If you really, like, if you think about it now, how fucking crazy that is. Yeah. How many times has he won at Pebble? Did they ever used Not, to have a regular event or were they only US Open? I think it I think it's always been the Pro Am. And the the bullshit Pro Am. I want to say Tiger Woods has won 8 times at Torrey Pines, Bay Hill and Firestone. Yeah. They don't play Firestone anymore. Yep. Right. Those those are the three. So he won seven farmers and one US Open at Tory. He won the the API eight times and then the Bridgestone eight times. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. It's fine. He also won at Doral. That's more wins. Times. Than Ricky Fowler has in his entire career, just at one course. <laughs> and he's done it three times. <laughs> yeah. And then he won Doral seven times. And he's won five memorials. Yeah. Five BMWs, but that changes. Unless those were all. Rico has what, six career wins? Because he depends. Just won, you want, he do you want to count? Year. Do you want to count his international ones? Because he won, he won a Scottish, and he won like a Dubai event. Well, do you want to count those? Because that's do, like seven. Or do you count those for Tiger in his eighty-two? Uh, I don't know if he won any of those. I don't think he played them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say just to be consistent across the board. Like if you count those in his eighty-two, then you can count for Rico. But if you don't, then don't count them for Rico. Yeah, I don't think he played any. I don't. I don't think he ever played a European tour event that wasn't like co-sanctioned. Yeah, he might have. He probably did, like early <laughs> in his career. So things are looking up for golf. Tiger's back, and uh, youth participation is through the roof. <laughs> Ludwig won. Yeah. So, uh, on that note. You want to uh, you want to wrap this up? We can wrap this up. Um, so I was at the grocery store the other day, and I plan on making chili. When I make chili, I usually start it out with bacon, and then I kind of make my chili from there, and go to the aisle that has the bacon, and I'm looking around, and I'm like this sucks there's like not many options everything's like maple this maple that maple maple whatever the fuck mm-hmm. or it's turkey bacon and i'm like this is not what i'm looking for i don't want maple bacon for my chili that's not what i'm looking for here nope no thanks <laughs> so uh, I don't. I, I mean, I settled on pancetta. I just got like a big thing of it and just use that, and that was fine. Like that'll absolutely get the job done. I might actually even just go forward with using that. You know, full time. We'll see. <laughs> is there like a run on bacon? Or are we just like not making it anymore? Or is Market Basket just like not stocking it? 
Like I noticed that the my market basket also had a bacon shortage, but the butcher downtown has fucking like whole pork bellies like for sale. Like they're just in. I almost fucking pulled the trigger on one. It was like, oh, we can do something with this next week. But I was like, we have, we're gonna have way too much food. Yeah, we don't. We do. don't. We don't need a fucking whole pork belly. No. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking for one. That's that's the place to get it. Shout out to uh, the meat bar downtown North Attleboro. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Like I, I like I said in the our group text, I noticed the same thing. Like your your standard like grocery store bacon, it's just missing, right? Or it's it's short, and there's stupid maple bacon everywhere, but there's no like regular bacon. Yeah, I'm not looking for maple. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there was like a swine flu or something, but uh, we got a bacon shortage going on. Yep. I don't know. But that's why we are on. Again, I might, it might not make it like a permanent switch, but definitely considering my options with uh, just going pancetta. Yeah, that's solid. Um, all right. So, well, I mean, I, I skipped over the question because I knew this, but for the viewers, how did the chili come out? Oh, it was good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, again, ultimately, I know what the fuck I'm doing, but yes. No, it's right. fine. Because yeah, right. sometimes pancetta can have like a little bit of a weird taste to it, but it didn't come through. There's enough. Yeah other stuff in there to mellow it out nice yeah i might give that a whirl at some point um okay so my final thought is actually what i was gonna lead with um and i was gonna make this episode like a, a hate episode of bitching and vitriol and i fucking hate everything and everybody but right before we got on i saw the the news about Argent argentina <laughs> i can say it now um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go back to this and then I'll save some of my other hate for, uh, for the next episode as well. Uh, so, oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to combine them. This is going to be my final thought. I'll, I'll get the hate out of the way now. Um, so first off, fuck everybody that wants to protest anything. Regardless, I don't care what it is, right? Like if your means of protest is to divert traffic or affect the flow of cars in a city, you can fuck right off. So the other day I was trying to get to work, right? I had to be in Cambridge and I left uh, probably around like 7, 7.15, right? Because I'm thinking I needed to be there by 10, but I had a meeting at nine that, you know, whatever. So I was like, oh, I'll just get there in time. I'll take my meeting at nine on the computer and then I'll do my in-person meeting at 10 o'clock. Whatever day this was, I think it was Thursday last week. Uh, when I go into Cambridge, I like to go back roads just because 93 is a fucking disaster. 
Um, and 95 sucks because then you got to go 95, sit in traffic, get to the pike, sit in traffic. It's just miserable. So I like to go up Route 1 basically all the way through Dedham, um, Jamaica Plain, right? You take a hop on the Jamaica way, which kind of sucks, but it moves. I'd rather do that than sit and fucking park my truck on 93 in fucking Quincy for 15 minutes and waiting for traffic to move. Um, so I go up through the Jamaica way through Brookline and then over the BU bridge. And then I'm right in Cambridge. I'm right where I need to go. Well, last Thursday, there was a group of people that decided to protest the Israeli-Palestine war, right? I think they were Israel is bad people, free Palestine. And they shut down the BU bridge with their protest. So I luckily got an alert on my phone using my GPS when I was in like the Dedham area. And it was like, you know, alert pops up and it goes new route calculating. And then underneath it says like alert road closed or road closure or whatever. And I was like, okay, like didn't think anything of it. Like it's road closure. There's probably construction somewhere. No big deal. Well, the way it ended up taking me was like through fucking Newton, like back roads through Newton all the way up into route nine onto route nine onto the mass pike off the mass pike in Cambridge, like Like the most roundabout fucking way, whatever. I got to work, but it took me almost three hours to get to Cambridge. Um, And come to find out, it was because these stupid motherfuckers decided to protest Israel by shutting down the BU Bridge. Now, I have no skin in the game, right? Other than being a um, genetically 10% Ashkenazi Jew. Right. Shout out to 23 and me, not a sponsor. Um, but I don't really give a fuck about what's going on in Israel and Palestine. Does that make me insensitive? I don't know. Maybe. I don't care. I have enough bullshit that goes on in my day to day life every day that I need to worry about that affects my direct life in the minutes of the day. Right. What happens in Israel and Palestine, literally on the other side of the world, does not have a direct effect on my life minute to minute. So I don't give a shit. However, if you are someone that has skin in the game or you feel some sort of way and you want me to join your cause with a protest, blocking traffic is not the way to get me on your side. No, it just makes you look like an asshole. Yeah, you're a fucking cunt. If all you do, you're you're protesting something and you're you're making everyone else's life more miserable, for what? You want me to support your cause now? No, now I fucking hate your cause. Yeah, I'd actually like to go the other way. Yeah, whatever you're supporting, I support the other side now. I have no skin in the game, but I don't give a shit. If you're all go free Palestine, I don't care. I hope Israel fucking nukes Palestine now. I don't I don't care. Like, don't fucking destroy my commute into the city to join your cause, friend. That's not how you get me to join your cause. Well, the other thing, too, is then, like, someone, like, will argue. It's like, well, well, they got you talking about it. It's like, yeah, for the wrong reason. Yeah. 
like just what an asshole. Right. And then, so the other part of that is to piggyback off of that is uh Natick sucks. I hate Natick. It's the worst fucking thing ever. Um, I was, uh, I was coming home from a different client site in that area, like the Framingham Natick area. Um, and again, my GPS was like, oh, go this way and it's faster, whatever. Well, the way it took me, I uh, dude, did you use ways? No, no, it was just regular, whatever. I sat at a red light. I shit you not for 13 minutes because it was at a, um, uh, fucking train, train tracks twice. <laughs> the, the, like the, the red and white little, the bars came down and the lights started flashing twice. The bars came down and stopped everybody for trains before my light turned green. I'm, I'm not exaggerating it because I, I checked, I counted 13 minutes. I sat at a red light. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Natick can get blown off the face of the earth along with Palestine. I hope, I hope Israel blows up Natick. I want them to send a fucking missile and blow Natick off the face of the earth. <laughs> because that place sucks. Their hockey rink sucked. That's the only time I've ever been to Natick. <laughs> it's terrible. It's it's just they like a, it, they had like a fucking gas powered fucking Zamboni and you could fucking smell it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what a shithole. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting really sleepy. Oh, it's just the carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> we got a fucking gas engine fucking <laughs> It's a fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you fill this thing up? <laughs> you got to pull start it. <laughs> you got to plug it in. If it was a diesel, you'd probably have to plug it in because it's so cold in there. You'd have to heat the engine in order Dude, for it. To I don't fucking... know. I just remember it always smelled like gas in there. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the only issue with diesel is um, it doesn't work well in cold temperatures. So anyone that has a diesel truck, you have to buy like an engine heater. And in the wintertime, you have to plug your truck in so the diesel doesn't freeze. Sick. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. So yeah, um, traffic fucking sucks. Had a fun week last week of trying to navigate through Cambridge and Newton and then out in Natick and Framingham. So, Which is fun anyway. Yeah, it's fun to begin with. And then it just got added, added layers in there. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's going to do it. (laughs) That's how I was going to start the episode. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe up above, uh, smash that thumb thumbs up button down below. Uh, if you're an audio only listener, you can subscribe also wherever you're listening. Uh, keep spreading the word, tell everybody, you know, about the show. You can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod or on Twitter at uh, Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. Website, SarcasmSpeaks.com. Uh, go to the merch store, buy some merch. While you're buying some shit, you can go to Noonbrew.com uh, and use the promo code in the show notes to get 10% off your order every single time you check out over there. Uh, it's 
great sleep t- sleep tea, nighttime tea, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I was drinking it earlier. Uh, works great. I love it. Uh, you should buy some with the promo code. And then we have mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod uh, when you sign up over there, and they will double your first deposit up to $1,000. Again, at mybookie.com. Uh, so until next time, good night, everybody. <laughs>